0: haree ho
1: namaha
0: I hope all of you remember what we spoke last time. Basically, I tried to give you an understanding of what you are, starting with the physical body, as to what the physical body is. And besides this, you were not aware of your other three existences, such as the subtle body or sukshma sharira, then the karan sharira or the causal body, and the mahakaran sharira, or the cosmic body and very clearly I mentioned that all these four levels of existence all these four bodies they are all perishable and they are all within the realm of Prakriti or nature and anything that is within the realm of nature always attracts the laws of nature so in that sense whatever came to be will cease to be at a given point of time which we call it as death bhagavad-gita says that when that occurs the soul relinquishes, gives up the physical body, exits that physical body and is now ready to accept the next physical body. Yaminimen <laughs> chezo. Are you able to see me?
1: Yes, Guruji. We can see you and we can hear you, Guruji. Okay, very good because I see myself.
0: anyway. So the soul is entirely a different, unique identity that dwells in this body and the body which is part of the nature attracts all the laws and rules of the nature suppose someone is sick incurably sick this pain and suffering to the body majority of people are saying that I am sick I am not well I meaning the body, and that is a colossal ignorance. This pain and suffering by virtue of a disease is caused because of the karmic effect. By virtue of your own past deeds, you have incurred this disease and it is limited only and only to the physical body and not to yourself. The soul as such is free from all these diseases and nothing can impact, nothing, absolutely nothing. There is a small verse in Bhagavad Gita speaking about the Atma or the Self. It says, this is like Nainam Chindanti Shastrani, Nainam Dahati Pavakaha. What that means is, no sword, no instrument, no nothing can cut it, injure it, or impact any hurt, nor can the winds dry it. Or the fire burn it. So it is beyond all this physical realm. And why I am talking about all this is because all of you hold too close to your bosom the love of your physical body, identifying it as if the physical body is what you are and I want to dispel that ignorance the entire what is the knowledge and what is ignorance you think knowledge exists in all the studies and in the books well very well maybe on a dual level level of duality but true knowledge and true ignorance is the knowledge of the self, that is true knowledge. Knowledge of the self as to what I am, knowing that is the only true knowledge because that knowledge is eternal. That knowledge will stand the test of time and cannot be changed at all. It is permanent and anything other than that is all ignorance <laughs> majority of times all this ignorance is all about the physical nature and your infatuation to the physical nature your infatuation towards your physical body infatuation which leads into the love of physical body this physical body that you have is very, very important, though, very important. It is only by virtue of using this physical body in the right way, in the right way, mind you, that you can free yourself of this ignorance and you can do the disciplines and tapa whereby you can free yourself from the ignorance and be one with the supreme universal truth. And that supreme universal truth is that I am that. Understand that. Okay. (laughs) That I am that. Lord Jesus Christ he said no one has seen Almighty God if you want to know Almighty God know me and you will have known what God is because he was completely one with the Almighty God he was a Sadhguru And being a Sadhguru, he was a living manifestation of what Almighty God is in its infinite nature. I think henceforth, until you get it right, I would like to delve more into what I am and explore more into the ignorance as to what I am NOT and I will take advantage of all the knowledge given in the scriptures as also what I have personally realized understand there is a very very nice story in the scriptures I will relate that story. There was this one king, and he was a very noble king and for some reason he was unwell and some one of one 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 of the wise men in the court said, "Oh almighty sir, if you find a Happy person, a happy person, and if you may wear his shirt, that can cure you. So the king sent his messengers everywhere, anywhere, to find a happy man. But they could not find one happy man. However, they found one fellow who was sitting under a cart, bullock cart, the bullock he tied it to a post there and the cart being empty the cart was uh, uh, tilted and in the shade of that cart this man was sitting and they asked This man, why are you sitting this way? He replied, because that's where I like to be. I'm very happy here. So are you very happy? Yes, I'm infinitely happy. As a matter of fact, I am an embodiment of happiness, joy. Then maybe have your shirt. The king would want to have your shirt. He said, I don't need a shirt and I don't have a shirt. The messengers went back to the king and told him so. Then the king said, Well, bring him into our palace. I would like to talk to him. So the messengers went back to him, asking him, Please come to meet our king. He wants to meet you and talk to you. This man said, He may want to talk to me, but I don't have anything to talk to you. Talk to him. So I don't want to come and see your king. Oh, the king will be very un, uh, uh, upset. Well, that is his problem, not mine. I'm happy being where I am. So the messengers went back and told the king. The king was a wise man. I mean, he was, he was a good king. He took care of his subjects. So instead of inviting him, the king went to him and started asking, why and how come you are happy? You have to work very hard using your cart to earn your daily living. You don't even have a shirt on your back. You have almost nothing. And still... You are happy? How can that be possible? He replied, Oh mighty king, you have so many people to serve you. You have all the wealth in the world with you. You have everything that anyone may ever want. Despite that, how come you are unhappy? The king started thinking about it. And then a conversation ensued thereafter, and the man told the king, Happiness is not dependent upon what you have or what you don't have. It it is a state that is beyond all material existence, (laughs) and you have to achieve and reach that state through penance, through tapascharya. And for that, you have to have a teacher who can guide you and lead you towards that state. That teacher is none other than a Sadhguru. And until and until you have a Sadhguru where you are totally, completely surrendered and only when the Sadguru has accepted you as a disciple, only then starts your journey in the discovery of supreme joy or happiness, if you may call it. So this is the story about uh, uh, this happy man without a shirt. Now, last time, I remember Padmud is she there?
1: Yes, Guruji. Padmudbava.
0: She had yes, asked. Yes, Guruji. Me, I think she had asked me that I should tell you all of you the story of Waman Pandit. I will try you try and tell you that story. In India, this is a true story, true happening. Okay, by the way, Satyakatha. Waman was the name of a young Brahmin priest scholar. He studied all the Vedas at Kashi, Varanasi. Those days, Kashi used to be the universal. Uh, uh, university of Vedic knowledge for many many hundreds of years and the great scholars lived in Kashi so he lived in Kashi and acquired all that knowledge and became a pandit pandit means a scholar and as he was coming to his hometown he was passing through numerous villages and small and big towns and he would challenge all of those scholars there local scholars come and talk to me come and argue with me come and reason with me so that i give you an opportunity to defeat me if i defeat uh, if i am defeated i will cut my tongue You are defeated, all you have to do is give me a letter that I am victorious and you are the vanquished. And thus this man, he was walking, traveling through India, North India, and came to a place called Arandi. That is where Santat Nyaneshwar was also born, and I was also born in the same place. So when he came to Alandi, it is spelt as A-L-A-N-D-I, Alandi. There were many great scholars coming and meeting him and discussing so many things, wanting to know the intricate meanings of the scriptures. There... Occurred that a middle aged man came to see him. And this man said, I want to talk to you, but I want to talk to you in Ekanta. Ekanta meaning I want to talk to you when nobody is around. So Vaman Pandit asked all the attendants there, people, to exit the room. And this old man he entered the room he closed the door and he said I have come to ask you if I could borrow a branch of a a particular people tree that is allotted to you may I use that branch for myself until you are, are dead Vaman Pandit got very scared and he said who are you and he said I am a Brahma Rakshasa. This is a (coughs) state of dead people who were essentially great scholars. And upon death, instead of self-liberation, they end up going into the world of mains, meaning Pitra, meaning all the dead ones. However, among the dead ones, they were very high. And they, despite being spirits, unliberated spirits, they became Brahma Rakshas. And in that state, They had Trikala meaning they had the knowledge of the past, of the present, and of the future. So based upon the knowledge, this Brahma Rakshas knew that when Vaman Pandit will die, he will also become a Brahma Rakshas. And there is a place reserved for Vaman Pandit. But till he comes, may I use your branch? And these spirits will live on tops of some trees and branches like that. So, when the Brahma Rakshas explained all this to Vaman Pandit, Vaman Pandit became very scared, and he said, "You can have that branch. I don't care, but." Pray, tell me, how could I not become a Brahma Rakshas? How could I save myself from being such a member of a spirit world? I don't want to come there. Instead, I want myself liberation Pray, tell me, how could I do that? and he's the brahma raksha started speaking and he said you are such a vidwan, means a knowledgeable person you have great knowledge of the scriptures and for you it is very difficult however there is only one way and that way is you go and surrender to someone who is a great sadhu Sadhu means a simple person, but totally, totally surrendered to Almighty God and a virtuous man. And the question came, my God, this is such a difficult thing. So Vaman Pandit asked the Brahma Rakshas, where could I find such a person? Very difficult. But there is one person. In a little village near Alandi, called Tukaram Maharaj Santa Tukaram, he lives in Dehu, a village by name Dehu. So you go and meet him and try your luck. So he thanked the Brahma Rakshas and the Brahma Rakshas was happy that he got to stay on Waman Pandit's branch of tree. So next day, Waman Pandit went and prostrated before Santa Tukaram. Santa Tukaram or Saint Tukaram was perplexed that this great scholarly uh, Vidwan, Vidwan means great man. Is prostrating to him and he said please don't I should prostrate to you because you are worthy of my namaskar. Vaman Pandit said no no sir honorable sir please beg and have mercy on me and he narrated him this state uh, what the Brahma Raksha said so please Have mercy on me and grace me. Give me your abundant, infinite grace so that I could be liberated. And please show me the way for my evolution and my liberation. Santa Tukaram thought for a moment and he said, It is best that you go and meet another great saint who is much greater than what I am and his name is Swami Ramadas. So Swami Ramadas was somewhere near a town called Satara in the mountains and he will definitely help you. So Vaman Pandit along with his wife, his wife her name was Giri Sharda Waman Pandit's wife's name was Giri. Okay, Guruji. <laughs> <laughs> so both of them went to Ramdaswami, and Ramdas Swami realized how egotistical this great scholar was, and he told him, "Go back to Rishikesh and Haridwar." and badrinath and there do tapascharya meaning do penance do your disciplines for minimum 12 years so for those 12 years Waman pandit and his wife together went there and lived merely on the green grass uh staples leaves That is what they would eat. And he lived on that and did very extensive, strenuous Tapa disciplines. Eventually, after that many years, still he did not have Darshan of Lord Badrinath or Darshan of Almighty God. So frustrated, he went to an isolated high point wanting to jump into the river and give up his life so he went there jumped into the waters and there none other than lord badrinath himself received him like a baby cradled him and said to him how is it that for all these many years you have been chanting our name remembering me how can i let you Die here and then brought him through the shore. Waman Pandit told Badrinath his problem that I am told that I will go to a spirit yoni, meaning the world of spirit, and become a Brahma Rakshas. Instead, I want liberation. Please grant me liberation. And he said, I cannot grant you that liberation. It's only and only a sadhu, a virtuous saint, he can grant you. So you go back to Ram- Ramdaswami. Swami. Now these two places are far apart. Those days you have to walk that much. It is more than, in my opinion, almost 1,500 miles. So Badrinath told him to go back to Ramdas Swami and since he was so driven that i do not want to be a spirit upon death i want my liberation so he both the husband and wife walked back all the way to Swami, and Ramdas Swami was also surprised at the tenacity of this young man who was g- becoming not young anymore, and the young man crying, asking Ramdaswami that he may bless him <coughs> So Ramdas Swami said, "My dear friend, you." Have to go and get the blessings of an avadhuta, and this avadhuta lived in South India on the banks of River Krishna. That is another four five hundred miles. So go meet him and aspire for his krupa, his grace, and he might be able to help you. So both giri and waman uh, Pandit walked all the way and found out who this Avodhuta was. This Avodhuta himself was a great saint, a highly realized individual. So he accepted him because of Swami Ramdas. And he was teaching him. And there came a day when this Avodhuta told Waman Pandit that my time has come when I must quit my body and as far as your liberation is concerned, you take it upon yourself how to go further. I cannot take you any further and he laid down his life and he was there. Vaman Pandit was greatly unhappy with all this. Yet he was following his disciplines very, very strictly and meticulously. His wife would cook his meal, but she could not touch the part of the container that in which his rice was cooked or his dal was cooked or whatever was cooked. So he would himself hold that, Pot, hot pot and put it down on the floor and and then he would feed himself and then the wife would eat from the rest whatever is left one time it so happened as the rice in the pot was boiling it was the rice had already cooked and he was wondering when to bring the pot down but in just then as he was in a in a confused state of mind giri his wife chuckled to herself laughed to herself how women chuckle to themselves you know that so this container Waman pandit he picked it and put it on the floor and got ready to have his meal but before doing that he asked his wife my dear wife why did you chuckle why did you laugh why did you chuckle when and he insisted that she should tell him that being a dutiful wife she eventually said swami means lord i chuckled because Despite all your knowledge and all your penance, you are still in a confu- confusion as to when you may bring down the pot. This, this is such a simple, basic thing that anyone should would know about it. And I was, I was surprised. She, this is the answer she gave. Waman Pandit, thereupon, was shocked to know that his wife could know the confusion that existed in his mind. So, what an exalted lady this is. He was surprised and amazed. So, he, what he did was he gave a sashtanga namaskar. He prostrated before his wife and did a namaskar to her, and acknowledged her greatness. Anyway, thereafter, now there there was no one who could help them. He was still in the, to go to the spirit world, and his only desire was that may he achieve that spiritual liberation. So both of them, Giri and his wife, they go back to. Swami, and Ramdaswami was overwhelmed with Vaman Pandit's tenacity and his tapasya. in the meantime look so many years had gone by and he was still observing strict discipline and maintaining his his dis- uh, discipline as also Continuously, strenuously maintaining his one single goal of self liberation. So then he accepted Vaman Pandit as his disciple and started molding him. As the time went back, Randa Swami had already written a big book called Das. Bodha. Das Randa, Swami calls himself Das Bodha means the knowledge, knowledge of the Supreme. And it was all the knowledge of the Vedas as also the Upanishads, all compiled and condensed together in a simple Marathi language that anyone could understand. And he had not spared any, any source. So this is, even now, it is one of the best book to read. In my opinion, in spirituality, it is one single book that answers all your questions and is a one-stop shop for all your spiritual quest. So he started staying with Swami, and he gradually molded him, Vaman Pandit himself, became a great scholar. He was surely liberated by virtue of Ramdas Swami's grace. And Vaman Pandit himself wrote many, many verses which are still being studied. So, understand, a scholarly man like Vaman Pandit, how tenaciously he worked at his own liberation having known that he was to become a spirit after upon his death and how scared he was now all of you we all human beings how much more committed and devoted we should be towards our own evolution and liberation. And I am saying this to you, that my dear ones, in this life itself, it is possible that you can free yourself and don't have to wait for the next life and you can be liberated in this very life all for sure. And we we will personally come to receive you upon your uh, liberation. That's a good assurance, isn't it? Only thing is, you have to have absolute faith in your Sadhguru. Love him with all that you can and all that you have. And with this implicit faith, follow lovingly and completely the instructions that he has he keeps on giving and he has given inculcate that into your daily life and surely the results are not very far off padmadbava have i told you this story completely Yes, Guruji. Thank you so much, Guruji. Thank you so much. Padmaji, I think it's almost 40 minutes now. Yes, Guruji. I am ready for any questions.
1: Okay, uh, if anybody has any questions, please do indicate in the chat so we can queue you up. Ramacharaka, please go ahead. Guruji, uh, I know you touched uh, the subject previously. I know you explained previously the difference between a Guru and a sad Guru and I was reading on, uh, on the difference on the internet and uh, it, you know, I read one, uh, one article where they say that a sad Guru can never be human. Because it's some, someone. How can we call someone without it being physical? You know, like um, okay. Let let me let me retrace. Could you repeat again? What is the difference between a guru and a sad guru? And if a sad guru is such deities that we look forward to guiding us in this process of you know, personal um, growth, evolution, uh, enlightenment, and such?
0: Good question. Good question. Guru, I remember when I was in elementary school, those days we would carry a pencil and we needed to sharpen that pencil every now and then. So I used to use my father's used shaving blades. I'm talking this about more than 75 years ago. And we would use that shaving blade to sharpen the pencil. And the pencil would get blunt quite often. So again, sharpening the pencil. But in doing so, I used to cut my fingers. And there was a girl in my class who showed me how I could sharpen my pencil without cutting my finger. So th- that skill I acquired from that girl. To that extent, that girl is my guru. So in the passage of life, you learn so many skills, you learn so many things in life, and all that those people that have taught you can become your guru, including your classroom, class teacher, or in colleges, and so forth. But Sadguru is one. Sat means the truth. He is the teacher who has personally, personally experienced the supreme truth, what it is and he has become one with the supreme truth so it ends up that that individual it could be a male female doesn't matter you know it, the sex has no meaning <coughs> it, that he is so one with the supreme truth that the supreme truth that we call as almighty god that this guru sadguru is a physical manifestation of Almighty God, that is the truth, Krishna. Whatever you read or whosoever wrote, whatever he wrote, is inaccurate to some extent. So, all the sadgurus are in human forms. There are very very rare cases where Lord the for example learned, even from birds, from a dove, he learned so many things, from a cat, he learned so many things, and so many different animals, so he had in all 21 such gurus, not necessarily they were sad gurus, but he learned something from them, and he became the supreme guru, who is also my sad guru, understand that, understand that. Originally, my Sadguru, Param Sadguru, Gajanan Maharaj, is a physical manifestation of Lord Dattatreya himself. Sri Swami Samartha is a physical manifestation of Lord Dattatreya. And he is my Sadguru as well. So, a Sadguru has to come from the heavens or without a physical body is an incorrect understanding all the sadgurus that I take stock of, from the point that I know or I have begun to understand spirituality they all were in physical form. They all were in physical
1: physical. form. Pardon me, pardon me. Guruji okay one last thing just in addition to what you said thank you for clarifying that how I just wonder you know how uh, who who de- who designates these um these physical manifestations of oneness as sadgurus? gurus is it us who we see something that we could say that's what a sadguru guru is supposed to represent or is it them who self designate how how are we how are we to know who is a sad guru and who is not?
0: It is very difficult for a average human being with normal understanding to know what a Guru and Sadguru is. A Sadguru, there are qualifications for all of this. Two major qualifications for a Sadguru, two. First, he should be Brahmanishtha. That means he should be inseparably one with Almighty God. Second thing is, he should be Shrotru Nishtha. That means he must have implicit faith and knowledge of the Vedas and the spiritual books, and he should be able to interpret that in the truest sense. Not an opinion, but true knowledge. And he should be able to explain that to people. Now, you have to trust your own experience. It is like this. Say when you are in the company of a Sadhguru, you experience joy. You may come troubled with so many problems in your life and you think before coming, I'm going to ask the solution to my problems. But when you come in the presence of such a Sadhguru, all all those problems seem to be insignificant and you even forget about those. But you enjoy the presence. Second thing is you experience tremendous love. You experience tremendous love. You experience absolute fearlessness. There is nothing that can scare you. These are your personal experiences, my dear. And I'll give you another one step. Suppose I am carrying a lamp, there is a flame inside, and there is a glass around that lamp. That flame. So, if the glass is clear, what would be the color of the light? Answer me.
1: Um, which uh, bright, like a like a white, like a bright white. No, it would be of-
0: the same color. Color. It would be the same color, the same as, color as the color of the flame. Color of the flame. Okay, yes, Correct.
1: sir. Correct. Yes. yes, sir. Yeah,
0: you're right. Now, suppose now, the glass please, suppose the glass is, is here carefully. Here, okay, carefully. Okay, if the glass is green, what would the light be? If the glass around the flame is g- of green color, green, the light coming out from the lamp, what color would it be?
1: Green, green, green. green.
0: I want for it from you. What color would it be?
1: Green. Ramacharya. No, no, i was asking the original question. I, I, I'm sorry. It, it muted, it's muted on itself. Green. Green. I've been saying green. I'm sorry. Green.
0: If the glass, if is, the golden, glass is golden, what color, would, what the light color be? would the light be? Golden. If the glass is purple, glass is what, purple color what color would the light, be? Would the light be? Purple. Now, if the glass is be of the color joy, of joy, what color would the light, the light be?
1: The color of joy.
0: If, if, if the glass is glass the color of fearlessness, of the fearlessness what color would what the, light the
1: light be? The color of fearlessness.
0: If the, la- if the la- glass, glass, glass is the color of, of is colour, of love, love, what color, what color, would the light be, light be, the color of love, there you go, there you go, so, so. <laughs> when, in, when in, the company of such company a, of such suman, a virtuous one, you, 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 you feel, that love, that love, that that joy, and, and, the state of the happiness, the state of happiness, this is, another this is way, another of way, of, of knowing what a knowing what Guru is. is. And the final, and the one, final one is, is ask, ask yourself, yourself your, inner, your self, inner self as to what, as your, to experience what your experience is, is. is. And your inner your inner self will give you, will give that, you answer. that answer. Yes, sir there is a there is a good question good question there is a there is a happening happening story and i'll tell you that i'll in, tell you that in short Swami Vivekananda, Swami Vivekananda was was a very eager very eager scholar scholar he would meet he would meet various various spiritual gurus ritual and gurus and teachers, and teachers. And he would ask them three questions. Do you you believe 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 in God? Almost all of them them would would answer yes. Then the next question, have you seen God? To this, majority of them would stumble. Because they cannot speak a lie. And the third question that he had, he never got to ask that question. So when he met with his Sadhguru, that is Ramkrishna Paramahamsa, he asked him the same question. Have you seen God? And Paramahamsa knew what he was going to ask. So he said, I have seen God. And not only that, I can show you God. And then Vivekananda was greatly relieved. Yet his inquisitive mind kept on proving swami Ramkrishna Paramaham's life so he started examining his personal life how he lived and how he spent his time and how he used the freedom and the liberties that he had and questionably he started analyzing that and as he started studying it he was getting more and more and more convinced that he this is he that he was in search of, and this is the physical manifestation of Almighty God in human form. Understand?
1: Yes, sir. Yes.
0: Very, sir. Good. Very, Very good. good. Very good. good. Glad you asked. So, 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 so many as others As well.
1: Thank you for your patience, Guruji. I'm sorry for the misunderstanding. I'm glad you. Are. I'm glad you are here. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody Thank else? You, Anybody else? Yes, Guruji.
0: Gautam has a question. Gautam, please go ahead. Namaste, Guruji. Namaste. Uh, I have a question. When performing yagna and particularly the Mahaswami yag, when we say Swaha and we're making the offering of ghee to the fire, does that impact the Brahmananda? And open yes, yes. 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 The meaning of Swaha, even the Vedas cannot explain the meaning of Swaha. Meaning of Swaha, as I have understood it, I will explain it to you. When the offering into the fire, the ghee that you offer, the instant it meets the fire, the fire makes it Accepts it and makes it at what as what it is. That means it becomes fire. Understand? Yes. Similarly, this is the total complete acceptance of the G. Similarly, here when you utter swaha, your utterance of swaha unifies the supreme. That is the supreme truth or Almighty God and gradually depending upon your unconditional complete surrender you start becoming one with the supreme truth that is how important it is Hmm. and there does come a time when there remains no difference between the two understand yes have I answered you? Yes, yes. Now, Very is it, it, Guruji, is it with every Yajna when we're performing the Yes, swath? yes, yes, yes. yes. Mm, okay. Particularly more so with Agni Because during Agni particularly, mm. for the good of humanity, Almighty God in the presence of Agni is personally there in your Agni Patra. Mm. That all your life that you are praying to is physically present in that Agni Uttarapatra. Mm. What an opportune time this is. Mm. That is why so many we have asked you to do along with Agni Utra, mm. so that Almighty God receives that including your uh, Vishwakalyani Yag or Mahaswami Yag, which has to be done along with Agnihutra, so that Almighty God receives that. Mm-hmm. And mind you, all the mantras in the Mahaswami Yag, each and every mantra is in reference to Almighty God. We I was asked by my Sadguru Sri Swami to develop the entire science for this Mahaswami Yag. It took me about three to four months to develop each and every mantra of this Yajna And the entire science or the Paddhatiya, this how you can do the Yajna and it has all been documented, and it was given to my Sadhguru, he took it and held it close to his bosom, chest, as to how dear and precious it was. And hence he said that this yajna Mahaswami Yag is superior to all other Yadnyas, including uh, Shatachandi Yag or Soma. Atirudra or Soma Yag or any other Yag. Only Agnihotra is superior to this. There is none that is superior to Agnihotra. So there is a science behind all this and so many people are experiencing the benefits of that. Okay, Gautam?
1: Yes, thank you. And Guruji, Ma-ji? Can- <coughs> one more Gautam Am I between
0: your sir. time or on overextending it? I think we should call it a close now.
1: Yes, Guruji, absolutely. Okay. Yes, Guruji, we will do The ending prayers, Guruji. Yes. Thank
0: you, Guruji. Thank you, Guruji. Yad Yapudahan, <laughs> Yapudahan, yat, 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 yat,
1: yat, yat,
0: Thank you,
1: Guruji. Thank you, Guruji. Thank you, Guruji. Thank you. you,